You are now listening to Hooper the Podcast. If this is your first time listening, stay tuned, but if not, you can skip 30 seconds ahead for the start of the pod. Today's episode of our show is brought to you by Hooper Lifestyle and HooperLifestyle.com. Make sure you check out our store for any new apparel, new basketball content. Everything we make is going to be on there, whether it's a video or a new hoodie or anything else, so make sure you check that out. HooperLifestyle.com, spelled H-O-O-P-R-L-I-F-E-S-T-Y-L-E.com. Hooper Lifestyle, designed with Hoopers in mind. What if I told you there was a way to figure out which NBA players will reach the top tier of NBA stardom? The household names, the single name players like Kobe, LeBron, Jordan, Kawhi, Curry, KD. Stay tuned because I think I've cracked the code. At this point in my 21 years here on earth, I think I know a little bit more about basketball than the average person. I'm no expert, but I've watched a bunch of basketball. It's always been a part of my life, so I think I know a few things. One thing I'm really interested in is NBA player development, how players get better, when they reach their peak, how long it takes them to reach their peak, and how high their peak can go. Gotta remember that there's guys like Giannis who come over as projects, aren't really that good, aren't expected much, and then they end up blossoming due to hard work and consistency and effort. They become some of the best players in the league, and there's guys like LeBron who are the best player on the floor as soon as they're drafted. Those are two extremes, and most NBA players that we know and love that are stars today have fallen somewhere in the middle of that. So how can you tell when a player will become a household name? This is a question that I've pondered, and I think I've found the answer. You might have heard me reference it before. I like to call it the third-year leap. The third-year leap is the expected jump in production an NBA player is supposed to have in their third NBA season. I first discovered this when I made a video about Luke Kennard on the Palace of Pistons channel. I mean, I have his jersey right there. I love that guy. But he was out of the spotlight in Detroit. People don't really watch Detroit. He was drafted before Donovan Mitchell, so that's kind of a a screw-up. In his second season... Kennard was only averaging 9, 10 points a game, good efficiency, but not really that many attempts. So I made a video like making the case that he would be better in his third season and for the rest of his career because he would get more confident, he would get more attempts, and he would blossom into an important player. And then after I made that video, his scoring average jumped from 10 points a game to 16 points a game. He doubled his assist numbers all while maintaining the same efficiency. So I was right, he made the third year leap. One of my favorite players in the NBA, got his jersey right behind me, Jason Tatum. He made the third-year leap right in front of our eyes this past season. Jumped his scoring average about seven points per game between his sophomore and uh, third season in the league. He is amazing now, widely regarded as one of the best young players in the league. He was named an all-star. Everyone loves him, and it's kind of clear that he's here to stay. He made the third-year leap both on the offensive and defensive end, and we couldn't see it any better than when we saw it in the postseason. Almost beat the Heat. I mean, he is here to stay as one of the league's best players, and it's evident in his third season. Let's go back even further. Some of the best NBA players of all time. Michael Jordan got hurt in his second season, only played about 18 games, averaged 22 points a game in those, and then his third season put up 37 points per game, the best of his career. That just solidified him as one of the NBA's best players, and it happened in his third season. Kevin Durant came into the league 20 points a game as a rookie, 25 as a sophomore, and 30 as a junior in the NBA. He is 
one of the league's best players of all time, and it's evident in his third season, he won a scoring title, he made the third year leap. And we can keep going on, and on, and on, and on. Zach Lowe of ESPN had a reasoning for why he thinks players make this third or fourth year leap, saying that a player's identity becomes solid in their third or fourth season, their role opens up, and that playing for an extension on their contract improves their quality of play. All of these things make sense, even LeBron James jumped from 20 points a game in his rookie season to 30 points a game in his third season. Sometimes the third year leap isn't as apparent statistically, but it is on the court and it prompts teams to make trades and acquire players that will blossom under their system, look no further than James Harden. Harden was traded to Houston, averaging 17 points a game in his third season in the league. When he got to Houston, he ended up with 25 points per game. And it's kind of an indication on his role in Oklahoma City. He's behind Russell Westbrook. He's behind Kevin Durant. He wasn't starting. And the Thunder traded him to save money. One of the most lopsided trades in NBA history. But the result is the Harden you know and love today who takes every shot because he has the role in Houston unlike he had in Oklahoma City. All the credit goes to Daryl Morey who picked Harden up out of any player in the league he could have traded for. He traded for a guy who needed a change in situation. When you get Harden like that, for as little as he did, he was automatically going to win the trade, but the player Harden became, that is a third and fourth year leap. I've said all this to say, what does this mean for the players entering their third season in the league? We already have two single name players from this draft in 2018 between Luka and Trey, but there's some other guys who could really pop in their third season. Starting at the top, DeAndre Ayton in position to be one of the league's best bigs. He could really become dominant in his third year. Marvin Bagley might be able to save his career with an awesome third season. He's had some injuries, but I think with a healthy season producing on a bad Sacramento team, I think he could become a solid NBA player. This is his season to save his career, his third year. Jaron Jackson Jr., already a stud, but in this third season, can he enter that next tier of NBA stars. He's a good player right now, but he really could become into the next tier of stars. Mikhail Bridges traded on draft night to Phoenix has shown flashes of how important of a player he can be in Phoenix. He can be an important NBA player for the next 10 years. In his third season with an increased role, I think he could really solidify that for himself. He is a prime candidate for that third year leap. Shea Gilgis-Alexander alone somewhere roaming around in Oklahoma with nobody else on his team. He could put up huge numbers. He's already one of the league's best young players, but by himself, maybe he really explodes in the scoring column. Michael Porter Jr. is a prized asset for Denver. They know how good he is. He could really pop and be a third star, even a second star if he really breaches his potential in Denver. There's so many more guys. Dante DiVincenzo, Aaron Holiday, Anthony Simons, Landry Shamit, Devontae Graham, Mitchell Robinson, Gary Trent, Svima Hailuk. Some of these guys are going to turn into really important NBA players over the next few years. I need to circle back to Luka and Trey because... The two household single names from that draft, the 2018 draft. Luka jumped 7 points per game between his rookie and sophomore seasons, still only shooting 31% from 3, so he's got room to grow. He's also sitting at the edge of a triple-double. He's pretty close in the assists and rebound categories. He could average a triple-double in his third NBA season. Pretty sure. I don't even know if Oscar Robertson did that. That's absolutely insane. Trey Young jumped from 19 to 29 points per game in his second season, so... How many shots can he get in his third season? He has more help now, but he could really become an amazing statistical player 
with this third season. Both guys are sitting right around 30 points per game. They could both reach it in their third season. So this past year, we had some awesome rookies, Zion, John Morant, Tyler Hero, and some not-so-awesome rookies like Darius Garland, R.J. Barrett, Jarrett Culver. I'm worried about those guys as far as their rookie season is concerned, but they still got time. That's why the NBA draft is my favorite thing, because there's guys like LaMelo, James Wiseman, Anthony Edwards, Killian Hayes, Patrick Williams, guys I'm so excited to see. And some of them might struggle in their rookie year. But don't talk to me after the rookie year. We'll revisit them in three years. Because in three years, they might have made that third year leap. Let me know what you think. Thank you for listening to today's show. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss any of our podcasts. And also, if you're on Apple, rate and reviewing our podcast helps us out a ton. And also, reach out to us on social media. We're at Hooper Lifestyle. The link to all of that will be in the description for our website. On there, you can find our podcast, our videos, our articles, our apparel. So go look around, see if anything interests you there. Also, go subscribe to our YouTube channel. The video versions of all of these podcasts can be found on there. Stay tuned, we've got a lot more coming, but for now, stay hooping everybody.